Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Chilling Nay Podcast. My name is Rashil, aka Conkledonk VGC, and I'm joined by Tommy Hayden and Sableye VGC. Hey, guys. How you doing? <laughs> Tommy, I thought for sure you were going to steal my what's up again from last week, but you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> what's up? No, I totally stole it now. <laughs> So we all just came back from uh, from Pittsburgh Regionals literally two days ago, as of now when we're recording, yep. and uh, all had different experiences, different runs, and it was a pretty pretty awesome regional. The last Reg D tournament yep. in at least actually I think North Barcelona America. Reg D, right? and Curitiba in Brazil. Yeah, there's a couple. There's a couple left. Okay, Those are the last but, two, I uh, think, right? Yeah, I think it's Barcelona and Curitiba, right? That's it. Uh, yeah, Curitiba is how you pronounce that. Got it, got it. Okay. Um, but the first one in North America, and the only one in North America, mm-hmm. and it was a pretty pretty epic tournament. But uh, I kind of first want to dive into the the top eight teams that we have here. Uh, so first, congratulations to Riley Factura, his fifth regional win. Um, <laughs> crazy. One in a little while, and he beat uh, Wolf Glick in the finals. Pretty crazy finals set. Mm-hmm. But first, want to kind of get your thoughts on just the tournament itself, kind of what you guys saw, and um, any kind of overall thoughts you had on, on the day. Conk, uh, I'm going to quickly just jump in. and I'm looking at these top eight teams right here. I didn't realize four out of those eight teams had a Cresselia on them. Now, I knew Cress was good, but like I didn't think it was going to be like four of the top eight teams kind of good. I knew it was going to do something, but I didn't think it was going to be this high. Also, none of those Cresselia teams had Nurse Luna. Yeah, that yeah, was the that big was... thing to me. That was I have that in my notes. Yeah. No Ursalunas in top eight, but Cresselia, I mean like Lunar Blessing and like just such a bulky mon, we knew it would be oh, good. But <laughs> hadn't had the results at I mean it got top four at Worlds with Ursaluna right. on Fetty's team, but this was kind of a different different way of using uh Ursaluna, just kind of as a general um bulky mon, speed control and kind of healer on, on all these teams, so Really cool Not usage. Judy's. Judy had Lunar Dance. What does that even do? He wanted to have Lunar uh, Blessing. Yeah, he I know. And Lunar Dance KOs your Cresselia and like restores the health and PP of whatever Mon you want. Yeah. But um, he definitely wanted uh, Lunar Blessing. Uh, that's that's kind of crazy. Uh, that's how you get the free switch, though. That's true. That's true. That's true. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so in this, so looking at Riley's team, it's Cress, Urshifu, Amoongus, Iron Hands, Chien Pao, and Heatran. So a lot of just good, balanced, bulky, yep. um, good stuff against Wolves, Fluttermane, Urshifu, Amoongus, Iron Hands, Chi Yu, and Landorus. And there was pretty, this was actually a pretty haxy tournament on stream. Um, there was Tang in day one where he's missing all those heat waves. And that was like a big thing. And then in the finals, um, Wolf had a big crit on Riley's Iron Hands, and then Riley's Crest had the freeze on Wolf's Lando that was huge and was able to kind of clutch it out for him. So kind of interesting. I feel like normally when we watch regional streams and stuff like that, there's not a lot of hacks that ends up uh, making a big difference on like the big stream matches. But this one was kind of felt like there was there was definitely a lot of element of RNG. Um, Especially in the big in, in the day two matches, I I wonder if that's 
because the format itself is so volatile too. Like obviously a freeze is gonna happen in any format, it could happen. Yeah. But I feel like sometimes now in the, in a format like this, where these crits, where these freezes happen, it's it's highlighted more, right? Because sometimes like a crit necessarily isn't gonna matter, but in these ones, the crit, the freezes, all those crucial turns matter so much more. So anytime you see something like a crit, a, fr a flinch or a freeze, right? It's like, oh, that one was massive as opposed to, okay, he missed, but does it really matter here? Sort of thing. Yeah, that's definitely yeah, true. That's definitely true. You get uh, feel it. Go ahead. There. No, that's all I really had to say. Yeah. You get punished more. So before we kind of talk a little bit more about the top eight teams, because I think there's some interesting trends here. First, want to kind of get your thoughts on kind of what you guys faced in in day one and kind of your overall runs. I'll um, go first a little bit. Is I one thing that I really wanted to highlight was. There was a ton of people bringing Trick Room into uh, Pittsburgh and a oh, lot yeah. more than I expected. And it didn't do so great. I mean, I know that um, a couple of my building partners, Brian Collins and um, Brian, Ben Grismer, Chef EGC, um, they did really well with, with uh, Hard Trick Room and we both made day two with it. But I know a lot of people that were struggling, including myself, who I went 0-3 drop, my worst tournament ever. Um, with Hard Trick Room, with a um, team that I honestly wasn't the most comfortable with, but just a lot of experiences uh, from kind of talking to people around the tournament. A lot of Hard Trick Room and a lot of them not doing too hot. Yeah, so talking from other people in day one, you know, like I was talking to a lot of people, a lot of people were running Hard Trick Room, and a lot of people weren't doing well with it. I mean, there was a, f a select few players that, that did make day two with it, like Chef, like um, Brian, but a lot of people, including myself, that just didn't, hard trick room thinking it was the call and just didn't didn't do so hot with it so i'm wondering what kind of trends you guys saw from your your day one runs and who, what you were talking to other people about yeah. tommy go for it i love trick room i trick room got me to worlds like simplifying the game i didn't have to worry about any of those minute speed interactions like oh minus one and tailwind like all i had to do was know i undersped and boom goes the dynamite do i kill or don't i kill that's the main question for me. Do they protect and switch? Do I double trick room? That's the intricacies. So, going into this tournament, I was like, I need a fast mode. There's too much trick room going on so that when I see another trick room team, I need to have something to do into them. And I ended up going with Scarf Final Gambit and Lilligant as my fast mode with Torkoal Hat and DD Armorage. And uh, I went 4-5. I played it out... Um, Beginning of the day, I just felt off. And I don't know how... I want to talk about mentality in a tournament more. Um, I don't know what it was. I, I felt like I got a good night's sleep. I did drive seven hours a day before. like So 1.30 a.m., I left New York. Drove, got to Pittsburgh 7.30 a.m. Had breakfast with my friend. Registered for the tournament. Went to sleep pretty early. Woke up, like, sweat a bit. But I was just like... I didn't feel sick or anything. I was just like, let me hop in the shower and go. And I was just, like, feeling out of it that day. So I don't... And then I get into round one, and I see a Roaring Moon, Chen Pao, Arcanine Hisui, Gastrodon, Goldango, and Breloom team. And I'm like, what the? Okay, uh, I don't really have my lines into this Billa team. And then, you know, I get... I So, so I start 0-1. I usually start 1-0 at these tournaments. I'm not even going to lie. Like, most of the tournaments I've been to, I've started 1-0. And that's always a good feeling. I, fe I always say the tournament doesn't start until your first loss. And my, so in my mind, my tournament, okay, I'm in the zone right now. Now I need to go X1 the rest of the day. And I see uh, 
Eflosion, Hisui, Ursaluna, Tornadus, Torkoal, Chen Pao, Urshifu team. I'm able to win the game. His name's Zane Curry, and I actually have a funny story about him during the PC. But then I face another team. It's like Crest, Flutter, Urshifu, Hands, D Knight, Luna. I'm like, all right, win 2 0. No, win 2 1. And I'm feeling good. I'm 2 1 at this point. My games were pretty quick because, again, I'm playing Trick Room. I get to round three. I'm playing Brian Kim. Shout out Brian. And his friends knew what was happening to me because one of his friends, the Pokevolt Club, made a video with my Worlds team. And I sent him the updated paste. He was said he was going to play it in the PC on Saturday. I said, oh, my God, that's awesome. So then he's practicing with his friend. And Brian rolls in with Decidueye, Moltres Galar, Gastrodon, Iron Valiant with Wide Guard, Sarah Ledge, and Fluttermane. And I'm like, are you kidding me right now? Like, I don't even know what to do. I lost 2-0 so quick. <laughs> there was, a was not on my bingo card, Tommy. I'm going to be honest. Decidueye was not on my bingo card for uh, Pittsburgh Regionals. Yeah. yeah team on Twitter. He it was brought it. He brought a game to turn one. He sent out Decidueye. And uh, you know, there was a bad flinch from the Moltres Galar's uh, Fiery Wrath move, too. And then at this point, I'm like, okay, it is what it is. The hope, my hope is to get points. I see um, an, a really good player, actually, Matt Bop. I've, I've seen him around. I didn't know. He kicked my ass. He just gamed on me, too, so that was my third loss. I was able to win round six. Uh, pretty standard team, like Lando. I think it was Hirofumi's team, actually, at the 2-3 table. And I was able to win that because I had practice into it. And shout out Master Mark. So round seven comes up. I'm 3-3. Three and three. And I'm playing Master Mark, who I had raided earlier that week in a two, after the Tuesday tour, I think I raided him. And um, this is what I mean by I was out of it, too. So I skill-swapped his Heat Ran. I took away Flash Fire. I hit Eruption. And um, no, I skill-swapped his Heat Ran the turn before I had Torkoal in. And he was able to swap it out. I killed everything. Two turns later, I forgot I still had Flash Fire on my Katarine. And I skill-swapped Flash Fire for Flash Fire. I was like, oh, my God, and I end up losing game uh, one literally because of that play where I had other plays to make, and I was just like, I am out of it today. I don't know what's going on, and that ended up being my fourth loss. I got my fifth loss round eight and said, I'm going to play it out. Let me just try to end four or five instead of three, six dropper, you know, whatever it ends up being, and I was able to get the 2-0 win versus a Dragapult choice band team. It was a really cool Dragapult team, but yeah, four or five was definitely not what I expected. Uh... I got gamed on hard in my losses too, man. Like it just happens sometimes where, you know, yeah. good players playing good. And uh Yeah, no, it was and then making those dumb mistakes feels so bad at a regional level too. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, wait, two turns earlier I skill swapped, so I still had flash fire. Mm-hmm. I forgot I had flash fire. I skills I'm like I got I went into autopilot. I yeah. just was like, Oh, let me fucking skill let me skill swap. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna so, I'm gonna actually segue in off that there, Tommy. I think that's a yeah, good go thing of making dumb mistakes. I mean, so it happened to me at Worlds, and it happened to me at Pittsburgh as well. I won round one. Actually, this time I won round one because my opponent didn't show up. So we take those. But I actually, We were sitting near each other. You didn't like that. I, I would have loved that. I didn't like that. Now, hey, I'll take my win, but I want my round one to warm up to play the yeah. game. Okay? Yeah. I want to play the game that I went there to play. So not having that round one didn't give me a warm up. Next thing you know, I'm playing round two. I have not had any chance to warm up whatsoever. I jump into round two, and I actually get Will, a.k.a. Will Tank, for anybody who's uh, more familiar with the online names. Uh, once again, really good player. And 
pulled to a game three, and I just absolutely tossed the game away into garbage. Like, I had no reason to make any sort of play that I did in that end game. Obviously, I did get a little lucky at the start of game three. I got a big crit, but I was in a position to win it, and then I just, like, said, no, please, I don't want it. You can have it, and that felt really, really bad to me. Like, yeah. that's just one of those things that that's now two tournaments in a row. In round two, after starting 1-0, I have said, hey, I'm going to just toss this game here and fall down to 1-1, one one. you know, and that's, that's really rough, right? I actually didn't quite get out of that rut until end up falling to 2-2 two, two. then I went my next round I kind of started going on a tear and I was 3-2 and two feeling good then I was 4-2 and two feeling good then I outplayed a really difficult matchup was 5-2 and two and feeling good and then I hit a friend of mine and it was just really unfortunate because I felt like I was really dominating game two and game three and in game three they not only needed the one critical hit they needed not only two critical hits, they needed back-to-back -back critical hits, and they got them both, and that's what eliminated me from contention. Uh, after that, I ended up playing uh, Nishant, which was uh, AKA Gigawatts, and I ended up uh, cycling around his trick room fairly well, so I managed to pull it back to six and three, but like, definitely not the day that I wanted. Yeah. And I know there's a lot of, and I actually saw a tweet earlier saying that like, there's a lot of people that are mentioning their disappointment with going six and three and, not, and, and only getting 40 points. But then there's a bunch of, and then there's a bunch of other players that didn't even get points, but they're, but like, and how do you think like it's the different mentalities, right? Like, for me, it's yep. I'm not too happy with six and three, right? Like, I went into that tournament to win this tournament. I've been playing this game long enough, where I feel that, you know, I've made my day two runs. I've had my, I'm just gonna accumulate some points here, kind of runs, and I've also had, you know, that big second place at Vancouver, right? I'm here to win now. And I was actually talking to Hemi or Hemi Turner uh, during his Shout run. out. And Shout out. That's, that's kind of the summary there, right? That's why being six and three wasn't feeling great to me. You know, it's like I have what I want from this game for the most part, right? I know I can compete at Worlds. I know I can compete on a regional level, right? So, yeah, six, three is great. I'm happy with it. I'm going to get my 40 points and I'm going to start accumulating championship points. But at the end of the day, I wanted to win this tournament. I felt like I could win this tournament and I just didn't play well early enough to afford that hacks later on, which is Pokemon. It's going to happen. But hey, you know what? I guess I'll get them back in Toronto. So Yeah, no, and I think that's a segue. And I think I want to come back to the top eight teams and kind of talk about the mons in a little bit but kind of since we're already in this realm um <clears throat> one thing i think would be like i want to touch on today was um just like the mentality of not doing well at a regional and like yeah. how to overcome that and especially um when you had high expectations going in so i can think that's something that a lot of people in the community deal with and it's not something that everyone feels the most open to talk about because i think Especially, I know for myself, I can go into a shell when I'm thinking, okay, I, I just had a, I had an embarrassing performance this past weekend, right? I went, literally, I didn't win a single set um, my day one. I went 0-3, and I just dropped and played the PC, and it was, I was able to walk away the weekend with 8 CP, but that's definitely not what I was trying to go in with. And I think, and especially because this is going to be my only regional in the fall, like, I, now I'm not playing in a regional until... Um, January, so I have to kind of sit with this, and it's it's tough. It's really tough to go into a tournament and travel to a location, right? Spend money to go to this big tournament. It's, di it's different if you're playing an online tour, right? Because then you can just okay, you know what? I was just playing an online tournament. I can hop into the next one the next day. This one, there's not that many opportunities, and you're spending you know a good deal of money to go and play. And if it doesn't go your way, it can be really difficult. 
I think what really helped me was having that support network and being able to recognize, hey, you know what? Some, it's tough because if you have a bad day in an online tournament, right, you can recognize, you can really step away and say, hey, you know what? Maybe the RNG didn't go away. Maybe I just didn't bring the right team. Maybe something like that. You have to recognize that that can happen at any tournament, not just an online tournament. It can happen in a regional too where, you, hey, you know what? I just didn't bring the call. I made a bad... I And for me, personally, I I was working with Brian um, and Cortex VGC, uh, like Cortex, and I was like working on their team and they had this amazing team and the Brian was able to take to day two and I made a last minute substitution that was the absolute wrong call and it lost that was the reason that I wasn't able to pull out um the first couple sets and felt really bad and but was people there like like Tommy like Ryan um Jin uh yeah that's Brian um uh, like a lot of really um awesome people there that were able to kind of support me and remind me hey you know what sometimes this happens but you're gonna get another shot you're better than this you know like this is not gonna define you that's an important thing the yeah. one tournament's results can't can't let that define you because it can become really a toxic mentality when you're playing pokemon when that's all your focus is and i know we all play this game yeah. to win it's not going to go your way every yeah. single time and sometimes it's really not going to go your yeah. way it's important to have those people to remind you in your life that hey you know what you can do better than this you will do better than this and it's not yeah. the end of the world yep. that you just had a bad day yeah. one day you know conk i'm going to quickly jump in on that here and you say like you had a bad day right like and like you said it's going to happen and keep in mind the only people that are going to remember that you had a bad day and you went, let's say, 03 or 14 to regional, is going to be you. At the end of the day, let's say, because I've gone done very poorly at regionals in the past, right? If someone says, and someone's talking about my regional like results in the future, no one is ever going to bring up the regionals I've done poorly at. They're only going to bring up that maybe the Vancouver second place and a few other ones, right? Like They're not going to remember. No one is going to remember that you bombed this one regional way back when on a random Saturday of some random year, a year and a half from now, maybe even two maybe even two weeks people will forget, right? Maybe people just won't even care. And that's the thing. No one's going to care if you do poorly. Right? It happens. Pokemon, it's a volatile game. Tons of things can go wrong. And like you said, maybe it's that last minute substitution. Maybe it's just you didn't pull the matchups, right? Because like you said, you said your building partners did very well, right? So it's a variety of things. It's going to happen. And friends are OP, guys. Like They always have been in this game. These are what, OP. Whether, whether it's helping you prep, whether it's keeping your mentality up throughout the tournament, having someone or multiple people to just talk to throughout this game and throughout your runs is absolutely massive. I credit both. like All my, all my major runs, all my major comebacks at these events definitely to my friends. Because like without them keeping my mental game strong, I've got nothing. Absolutely, absolutely, and I just want to put that out there that if you're someone that's, you know, maybe newer in the community and you're struggling, you know, to find friends first, I think Twitter is where all the VGC kind of action happens and, you know, Twitter and Discord, but you're going to be able to find a lot of those Discords um, through just kind of following people on Twitter. And second, I think, like, I, I don't want to speak you for everyone here, but, like, yeah, like, just join Discords, meet people through that, and, you know, feel free to reach out to the Chilling Nate Pod Twitter, you know, and say, hey, what do you guys recommend? Because we have, 
you know, between the three of us, we're a part of a million discords. We have, we know a lot of people. We can always recommend stuff. So if you're feeling like, hey, you know what? I'm newer. I don't have a lot of friends in the community. What can I do? A lot of resources out there. And, you know, even worse. Draft case, leagues we can help and team leagues. Right? Draft leagues and team leagues. Join yep. communities. Absolutely. But, uh, actually, I kind of want to touch on mentality before a tournament. Because yep. I think... You guys have a way different mentality than I do going in because I don't feel like I'm a threat to actually win. Where you guys have gotten top eights before, you like at that caliber where I'm walking in like, okay, I got to be realistic. I, I, I want to do well. I want to do the best I can. I want to make day two and then see where we go from there. And I walked into like 14 tournaments last year and day two one of them. So with that ratio, I also need to be realistic with myself, where I'm at as a player, my talent level, my skill level, and where I am as a player in the grand scheme of, like, the players attending these events. Like, I can get wins. I've been good players before. But at the same time, I need to get that result to prove it to myself and every you know, ultimately, before I go into a tournament feeling like I'm going to win. Yeah. So, like, if I walk out of a tournament 6-3... I am ecstatic. I'm like, okay, I'm getting better. This I tied one of my best results, my second best result, because 10-4 is my best, and 6-3 is my next best. Because, you know, you could end 7-2 day one, but I, I 10-4, I like I'm including it, you know? So, it, like, be realistic when you set goals for yourself. I walk into every regional. Pengy told me this. Shout out, Pengy. Love him. He said, you're going to lose a game to RNG. Yep. It's just happened to everyone. You're going to lose a game to a bad matchup. You need to win the rest. And then right. you make day two every tournament you go to. Yep. And you just need to play well, win the rest, go in with good Pokemon. Yep. And that's more of my mindset, where I take I try to take it one game at a time. I didn't, at first, I didn't get that cliche. Like, I know it's a very, everyone says it, but not many people do it. Like, yep. I realized I was not doing that at all. And it's helped me immensely. Just being like, and I've played this game before. All right, let's just do this best of three real quick. Let me go drink some water, stay hydrated. Have I eaten anything today? Let me get some food in my stomach. Let's just play this best of three. Give it all I got. I know the mons. I twist the dimensions and KO stuff, you know? And that's like where I'm at in round one. I always just try to stay calm and I'm like, all right, I've done this before. Let's see what happens. And then getting a bad matchup really actually kind of messed up my mentality where I haven't gotten a matchup with, like, the two dark types and a Hisui Arcanine that, like, are all, like, kind of problem ons. Like, yeah. you know? Uh, yeah. That, usually I've been starting 1-0. and I guess I've been spoiled. I, I spoiled myself with that. Because, you know, I always say, tournament doesn't start till your first loss. And then today yeah. or this weekend, it started for me right away. Yeah. And that's going to happen sometimes. Yep. And uh, I, I think the new mindset for me is after round four... Three, one, or better should be the goal. Just break it down into quarters or, like, thirds, I guess. Or whatever it is. Like, half. You know, a little less than half. But I think thirds is the best. Break it into round one through four. Just try to be two and two or three and one or better. Keep yourself alive. Yeah. And then yeah. round five, take, you know, just one step at a time. Just always one, one step. One always, game. Always one, one game. Always one no, like, game, look, Tommy. Always yeah. one game. Yes, I am. Always one game. Yeah. 
you can't yeah. even segment uh, segment I, that first four rounds, in my opinion. I think yeah. at least what I feel. When I'm looking me. back, I do. Like when I'm looking back, I do. But when not you're looking before. back, yes. But in the moment, you can't just go. No, in the moment, you, no, no, no. It, it's but really back, tough, right? Yeah, but. Yeah. Like definitely what I found helped me and what I think is important here when you talk about mentality and you talk about setting goals for yourself is you have to do what's going to work for you, right? So like we're all talking about this from like experiences and stuff like that and every person, every player is going to be different when it comes to these things. However, being realistic is definitely very, very smart when it comes to this. However, don't sell yourself short either. Don't go into a tournament telling yourself there's absolutely zero chance you're going to win. Right, because that, then that's going to happen. It's like it's like when like I don't know. Like I've never I've never actually taken like a psychology class or anything along those lines. But like the whole thing, it's like if you grab a glass of water and you tell yourself not to spill it, you are more likely to spill that water. So if you go in and you say I have no chance, I'm gonna win, you are more likely not going to win the tournament. Whether it's a psychology thing, whatever you want to call it, right? You cannot sell yourself short. Confidence is massive in this game. Yeah. I started taking my turn as a player. From me thinking that, hey, I'm just kind of playing this game to, hey, I can start winning these events. And every major I attended last year, I got points except for one, which I got pretty unlucky at, right? And that was the adjustment that my brain needed, saying that, hey, you can go in with the confidence that you're going to be able to beat any player that you think you are going to face. And having that confidence going into these tournaments is massive, right? You need confidence in this game because the moment you're not confident in yourself, you're not going to be confident in your plays. You're not going to be confident in your record. You're just going to, and it's just going to be a rough time, right? You're going to get in your own head. You're not going to make the decisions you need to make. At least that's what I find in myself. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I think that's all great advice. And again, it's just about staying in a good headspace and really understanding again that no one, like like Ryan said, no one's going to remember your bad performance except for you. And the goal is just to improve, right? Every single time, just work on improving. So, I'm really glad that we touched on that mentality stuff because I think that's something that I've had to work through and I think that that's not something that people talk about enough, but I really hope that um, this was helpful for, for everyone listening because I, I, I think it's a really part of the game. Conk, I wouldn't mind just quickly here throwing like a full episode on like mentality later on like down the road somewhere because I think it's it's a part no one talks about. It's something no one talks about. I'm obviously I don't think I'm the guy to talk about it. My mentality is yep. garbage sometimes, but I definitely do think that it's an important topic to bring up, right? We I definitely think VGC. we could have a, a whole episode. We have yeah, any need psychologists we know? <laughs> we get them on as a guest. Maybe we will have to pull it on, but I uh, no, I think it's it's such a great topic, and I'm absolutely um, excited to explore it more as we kind of go through the season. Especially because, you know, this is the start of the season. I'm already in my head of 8 out of 500 points, right? There's a long way to go yeah. and not a lot of tournaments, you know, I'm personally going to love. So, you know, you have to to keep that. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Yep. And the mentality is a really important part of it. So definitely willing to explore that in future episodes. But for now, I want to transition back to the Pittsburgh top eight teams and kind of talk about what your guys' thoughts are on um, what we're seeing there. I know we touched a little bit about on the Cresselias, but I, one thing that I want to bring up is, um, <clears throat> excuse me, the, uh, uh, what was the player's name? Um, shoot, who am I thinking of? The the Bramble Gas team. Who was the player oh, that ran out? Oh, from Mezzi. Mezzi. Shout Let's out Mezzi. Go. He's a good friend. Oh, yeah. He ran yeah. it here. And uh, it was this, I think it was the same team that, who am I thinking Emilio of? The World's runner-up. Emilio. I, 
Emilio, thank you. Um, the Emilio ran at Worlds, and I think it's such a cool team. Mezzi, and I know um, Beth was running it as well. But Mezzi was on Tub Takes yesterday. He said, I think people are going to go easy. I think people are going to bring Torn Urshifu. So Bramble Gas might be a good call. And then, but, yeah. Yeah. They, <laughs> update. <laughs> yeah, it update. It was a good call. Um, <laughs> what I, 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 said that. <laughs> I'm going to highlight Alberto's team. Definitely, definitely yes. not, definitely not biased or anything that I brought five out of the six, but Hey, I think it's a very good call, but the uh, Fluttermane, King Gambit, uh, Amoongus, Gastrodon, Heatran and Landorus. Now, like I said, this was the call that me and my building group kind of made for this tournament. We had Rillaboom over Amoongus, but I think Alberto kind of got what they wanted from the team with that Amoongus and did, I think Alberto obviously had the better version and I, I, I really liked what Alberto had. He had to tear a fire on the King Gambit to stop the burns, right? Okay, yeah. you go fire your weak to Landers, but they don't want to be bringing Landers into you anyways with the Defiant boosts, right? Alberto's team, I think, was solid all around. I think the only thing that I wouldn't have necessarily liked was Flamethrower over Heatwave on Heatran, but I mean, I respect it. That's kind of, Alberto's sure. always been a player like that, even back when he had like the Klefki Volcarona stuff, he was Flamethrower over Heatwave, right? He said, I'm not risking right. a miss. And yeah. I think there's something yeah. to be said that that allows Alberta to perfectly calculate the rest of the game, right? When you don't have to rely ever on a 90% or anything like that, Alberto can sit there and go, okay, I just have to come in. I'm going to bring in Heatran. I'm going to click Flamethrower. There is no, but what if I miss? There is none of that, right? Obviously, yeah. sometimes like Landers, you have Rock Slide. You're going to have to run that, right? But like when you can avoid it, and obviously Alberto felt that he could avoid it. And I think that definitely makes you plan your planning process a whole lot better. And I just, honestly, I think Alberto's team was the call for this tournament. I definitely think a variant of it could have just taken it, could have just taken it to her. Yeah, Gambit is a really, like, Gambit next to Gastrodon is a really cool, yeah. um, a really cool team to have. I think, like, we're not, I mean, besides, you know, the, the Canadian group that also brought Gambit, <laughs> um, there wasn't a lot of Gambit, you know, no. that we were seeing in tours and stuff like that. And so... Um, because Urshifu is such a big threat, but I think this team had the right support around it where it was still, because it's still such a good Mon, it's just about yep. having the right partners for it, and I think um, this team did that really well. Um, the other thing I want to highlight is, so, every team has a fire type, and it's either Heatran or Chiyu, except for Andrew Ding, who yep. brought the Two and Arcanine, the, um, the, the team that's been going around, the Life Orb uh, Chien Pao, yep. and I think One's a that's a really cool offensive team that I think a lot of players like you know, kind of opt for the trend where it's like a little bit more of a balanced fire or the Chiyu where it's a very offensive like special attacker but the Arcanine kind of provides that in between where it has that intimidate but it's also such an offensive mon I think the cool mon that hasn't been used as much as I think it has the potential to be used so I think it's a really really cool um on to be to be get to the top eight there. I am actually gonna update on that. I, I think Hisuian Arcanine is going to be a lot better in regulation E. I'm gonna leave it there for now uh, uh, when we start talking yeah, about yeah, that because yeah. I know we're planning to talk about that a bit later. When we get to that, I will bring up my reasoning for that later on. But for right now, I, I think it's just too much. There's so much things that outpace it that just do a bit too much damage to it right now which is a little bit unfortunate, yeah. but I do think it's still a very good mod. Like I said, I almost brought it to Worlds. I was so close to bringing it to Worlds before I switched it for Lando. But 
I definitely do think it's still a valid mod. I, I like seeing it get uh, get a result here. It's really nice. Cool. Very cool. All right. Well, I am going to transition us to first the tweet and kind of. So we sent out a tweet asking for your Pittsburgh predictions, and he um, gave a little bit of our predictions. None, none of ours hit, but want to highlight um, some predictions that it and some that were about us that maybe weren't uh weren't so on me so ron you want to you want to take this take this one uh i can take this one yeah so obviously if you guys are actually watching the video uh i'll flash these tweets on the screen for you guys uh but if you aren't and you're just listening i'll uh, read off the usernames and stuff like that for you but so the first ones we're going to talk about we had a couple predictions saying that fluttermane would not win this tournament uh bing, 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 spoiler bing, bing. alert you guys got it right. Uh, shout outs to uh, Alex123 and uh, who's the other one? Uh, you know, I had this pulled up before this before we started doing this and now I can't find it. <laughs> While you're looking, um, it's, it's interesting because there's six Flutter mains in top yeah, eight. Yeah, and it just didn't win. It didn't win. It just didn't win. Even Wolf was running it in the finals but wasn't able to clutch yeah. it out. So. Kind of a, it was a bold prediction with yep. Fluttermane's usage, and but it uh, was right on the money. And uh, Jamie Mancini was the other one. Both those tweets will be on the screen if you guys are watching. Once oh, shout out to him. Shout, yes. shout, shout out to them, guys. Just uh, good calls. Yeah. Good calls, you know, good calls. 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 Um, and then, do you want to bring up the, the predictions about uh, about us? I'm going to quickly segue. I'll let you guys do that. But I want to also say there was a lot of predictions saying that Hard Trick Room would either make cut or win this tournament. Like, I think there's at least six or seven of them, which is kind of insane. Like, that was a lot. And like you said, Conk, there was a lot of Hard Trick Room that was brought to this event. So those all could have technically been very valid predictions. Like, they were all really on point with the metagame. Obviously, they didn't win, but they were kind of like those predictions that were right, but also kind of just weren't right sort of thing, right? Like, it yeah. definitely va very, very good predictions. I just wanted to point those out. There were a lot of nice predictions about me in the comments, too. Thank you, everyone, who said something nice. I appreciate that. Yeah, so there was some great support um, predictions for us who were predicting yeah. for... Um, us making day twos, uh, one yeah. predicting that, you know, all three of us would, or we would make day two, one, two of us would, would cut, one, yeah. would win, one of us would win, yeah. <laughs> I think first, I want to say how much I appreciate, we, yeah. we all appreciate the support, because yeah. that's super amazing to see, and then how hilarious <laughs> it is that we did not live up to that at no. all, um, but that's kind of the mentality stuff we're talking about where, you know, we kind of go in with those high expectations and sometimes it doesn't work out and that's okay. Conk, I have to finish uh, this off at some point, but go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say that I, we just absolutely love the support and hopefully mm -hmm. we can make that prediction yeah. come through. We'll make it come uh, through. Another It'll happen. Future. We'll get we'll get the killing they sweep at some point, but I do want to point out how very, very funny it is that one of those predictions that says that all three of us will make Day two, two will top cut and one of us will win was someone was one of the players that actually knocked me out of the run was the was my <laughs> round eight opponent who got to who got the back to back crits. So I just think that was very funny. But yeah, no, uh, thank you guys for cursing us. But no, we do seriously appreciate the support. We will get the uh, we will get this. Uh, Killing they sweep on the regional at some point. Just uh, it's just. I'd rather. Sadly, wasn't Pittsburgh. I, 
I'd rather the comments say, I think all of you are going to date two instead of all of you are going to bomb. Like, I'd rather them say that. So <laughs> all of you like, suck. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are garbage. <laughs> that would be funny comments. Like, everyone who didn't listen would be like, what is going... Actually, all right, wait. Listeners, can you comment that next time we have predictions? Can you just... Tra- no. No, don't trash us. No, don't, don't do trash us. No. <laughs> let's, let's, not, let's not do that. Let's not do that. Also, not do that. Everyone else that. would be like, that didn't listen, would be like, what the hell? Why are the comments so mean? As funny as funny as that is, Tommy, there's enough drama sometimes in this community that we don't need to maybe start something like that it's with hard. something. Maybe someone who's just unaware. There's no reason to start that. But it uh, would be very All funny. about supporting. We have a code word maybe in the predictions next time then? What's a good code word to sneak in there that you could sneak in yeah, to show you listening? I'll have to figure it out. We'll we'll send out a tweet for Sacramento predictions. and, yeah. and We'll give you the code word before. Um, right, let's let's play a game now. Let's, let's move over to game time. Right, my game got vetoed last week, guys. It was it was fun, but apparently it wasn't good enough. So uh, Conk, Conk, Conk gave it <laughs> the boot. We've been coming up with a new season. game every week. Yeah. Last time's game was a little bit too tough. This one's going to be, I think, a little bit, a little bit easier, but still, still um, a good level of challenging. So, I have, so I have my screen pulled up with the day one stats that they show on the official Pokemon stream, where they show the top twelve Mons and their usage stats. I'm going to go back and forth between asking Tommy and Sableye to say a Mon that was on. Uh, on that top 12, and then if they get it right, they get a point. Then if they do get it right, they get a chance of predicting the usage within plus or minus 2% to make it a little bit um, more reasonable. If they don't get it, then the other person will have a chance to steal that point. All right, so I've got a coin if we want to flip for first, Tommy. Yeah, I was going to say, let's, let's uh, flip the coin for first. So, Tommy, you want to call it heads or tails? Heads. Alright. I don't know. You guys can see this, but it is heads. So tell me, what do you want, head first or second? I'll take first. I'll take tornadoes. Okay, torn is on the on the top twelve, so that's a point for Tommy. And what is the usage? Fifty percent. Is that? Fifty percent. Fifty percent is incorrect. Oh wait, real? I thought I saw that. I thought that, it was at fifty percent. That, that might have been the day two numbers, day Tommy. Two. Day, two day two is fifty. <laughs> I don't know any of these. I am going to say for right. Torn, I'm going to say 43. 43 is also incorrect. It is 36.6%. Wow. So I don't know the day one numbers. Like, these are the day one numbers. So day one numbers. I'm glad that you studied the day two because then you're not as prepped for this one. So that's good. Um, so that's this a point is, for uh, Tommy. So. One point for Tommy. Yeah, I've, got a, I've got a little tally. If you guys are watching from uh, the video that will be on the screen, uh, viewers will try to keep you updated as much as we can. I was so confident saying that I knew this because I looked at the day two numbers. <laughs> Tommy was giving me all kinds of trash talk earlier too. Conk was explaining this game earlier, and he's like, "You're going down. It's over." Oh, I'm, I'm gonna be good at this one. <laughs> and I also, as as we're playing, please play along at as you're listening. And I'm curious. Let us know how you, how you do how you did. Excuse me. Yep. Uh, with these usage stats and the and the mons, so Ryan, over to you. Uh, I'm gonna go with the obvious one. I'm gonna go Fluttermane. Fluttermane is on the board. Whoa, That's shocking! No, um, I'm gonna look for the bonus points one. here. I'm gonna go. I don't know the day no, day one number. I know day two is like 59. I think day one was probably a little higher. I'm gonna say 64 percent. 
64% is incorrect. On the over to you with the usage for Fluttermane in day one. I want to price his right. I'm going to go 63. But wait, what is the rules again? It's within two points? Within two points, yeah. Oh, it, okay. I thought it was 63. So I know it's not 62, 63, 64, 65, 66. I'm going to go 60. 60 is within, so it's 59.3. No, so it was 59. I said, why did hey, I do you this had to it. myself? Like, you had it. I was why like, did I do this to myself? <laughs> you, had the, you had the percentage like, on the dead money. On. <laughs> so Tommy's up two to one. Yeah, I'm glad I asked the rule so I didn't lose when I said 63. <laughs> All right, Tommy, over to you. There's 10 more bonds on the board. Uh, give me Urshifu Single Strike. Urshifu Single Strike is on the board at number 12. Oh, it's that and low? What... Snuck in there. Single Strike is that low. Yep, but it's on there. What is the usage? I don't have any idea what the <laughs> lowest one is. Can you tell me where Torn was? Because I know Flutter was number one. At... Uh, Torn was... Six. One, two, three, four, fifth. Okay. Fifth at thirty-six percent. All right, I'm going. Um, give me sixteen percent. Sixteen percent is correct. It's fifteen point eight. Wow. Ah. Oh, I'm getting swept, you guys. I'm getting swept. Let's go. Tommy was talking the trash, and he's been backing it up. He's been backing it up. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna go. All right, I'll jump in right now. I'm going. I'm going with my 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 gut here. I'm going. I'm going Iron Hands because I know it's up there. I know it's second, and I'm saying 53. Iron Hands is on there. It is not second, and it is not 53. Wow. So that's the day two number. <laughs> that is go. the day two number. It we is both third. Day two numbers. <laughs> Me, you have a chance at taking this point. What is Iron Hand's usage in day one? Uh, 44. 44 is correct. It's 45.6, so it's within two points. <laughs> I'm getting swept Another by point. Tommy. Uh, five to two for uh, those keeping track. It is five for Tommy, two for, me, two for myself. What, what standing is Iron Hand's in? It was third. It was third. Okay. Over to you, Tommy. Oh, God. Oh. Um. Ah. What do I want to say? Celia. Celia is not in the yeah. top 12. Whoa. I did know that. I knew it wasn't on there, but that's crazy. Wait. So is that minus right. a point? No, no, no. Oh, no, no. You don't, you don't lose points. That, gets, get that comes too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, okay. Wait. So what's, what's the score? Uh, five to two for you right now, Tommy. Okay. Yeah, over to Sableye. Uh, I'm going to go with another one I know for sure is going to be on there. I'm going to say Amoongus. Amoongus is on the board. It's its usage. I don't think Amoongus was second. I think it's a little bit lower, probably around four to six range. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say like 41%. 41% is not correct. Over to Tommy. I got my one point, though. I got my one point. You did get your one point. You did get your point. Oh, God. So it's below hands, which was 44%. I know that much. Is it below torn, which was 36%? I'm 
taking notes. Uh, <laughs> like, I, um, so it's five to three. I th- I'm going 32%. Ooh, you barely missed out on the point. It's 29.1%. <laughs> what? For, it was what, all the way at eight, actually. Eight? Was eighth highest usage. Eight. Yep. Crazy. Okay. Uh, it was a lot, lot lower in day one than I was expecting, but... Alright, over to Tommy for the Mon. Gen Pao. Gen Pao is on the board. That's its usage. Okay. Oh god, is it? Oh! Is it lower than a Moongus? It is lower than a Moongus, in my opinion. No, is it not? There's only 9, 10, 11, 12 lower than a Moongus. Is it? And 12 is Urshifu, so there's only 9, 10, 11. There's only three spots below a Moongus. Is it over or under 29% is really what I'm trying to figure out. <sighs> I need a number here, Tommy. Need a number. I'm going to say 32% again. You get a chance to steal this point. Thirty-two oh, percent. Okay, 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 okay. Um, but Tommy did say Wait, did I get right he gets a point. You didn't get the usage right, but you did get the point for Chan Pao. Um, what did Tommy say again? Thirty-two percent. He said thirty-two. I think it's a little higher than that. Actually, I'm gonna say thirty-six. Thirty-six point six percent for Chan Pao. Let's go. <laughs> so is that um? Above or below Tornadus? Plus fourth. It's fourth. Wow. All right, so that puts the score at six to four for Tommy coming back into my yeah. corner. I could tie this up right now. I could very Same. easily tie this up right now. I was um, really confident. In the I'm going to go Urshifu Rapid Strike. Tommy already did the Urshifu single, so I'm going to take the Rapid Finally, Strike. Finally, Urshifu Rapid Strike does come off the board. It is a, it is on the board, so that's a point. Now, what is its usage? Um, I want to say if... Hands wasn't second. My mind has Urshifu at second, and if Urshifu is at second, it's sitting somewhere between the fifth, uh, the forty something for Iron Hands and the sixty something for or the fifty nine for Fluttermane. You so that's game. probably putting it. I'm gonna go ahead and say fifty one. Fifty one is incorrect. Tommy, over to you. Fifty four. No, no, no. Give me fifty. Give me fifty. Fifty six. Give me fifty six. Oh, 46 uh, is also incorrect. 46.6%. Oh, 46, really? Fermain cleared it by about 13 points, which actually is all pretty right, crazy. All right, so one. that's one, that's one, two, three off the board. And Pal was four, you said, right? Yeah, we have yes. the top five off the board. Flutter, okay, cool. Urshifu, was five. Iron Hands, okay. Chan Pao, Torn. And then we have Mungus sitting at eight and Single Strike at 12. Okay. So we, got we have a few five Pokemon left. Six, seven, nine, ten, eleven. Yeah. I have Pokemon left. All right, over to Tommy for the Mon. Oh, God, I'm running out. I don't know any Six Pokemon. Six to five for yourself there, Tommy. You've still got a little bit of a lead, so don't throw this one away. I'm totally yep. going to throw this one away. I don't know any Pokemon. I played Trick Room. I, just, I use the same <laughs> six Pokemon every time. Um, there's ten points available still. There's ten points available still. There's numbers on the board. Wait, do I have the top eight pulled up still? No, can I look at the top eight? I feel like that's cheating. Let me put away my phone. Okay. Yeah, you can't look up anything. Okay. Um, Goldango. 
Dango is on the board. And I'm just going to say that would have been my next guess as well, Tommy. So I think it's going to be number seven, which would put it above 29%. I'm going to go 32% again. 32% is incorrect. Or do you right? Every time I've guessed it. I don't think it's that high. I think it's somewhere in the 20s for Goldengo. I'm going to go ahead and say uh, 26. 26 is also too high. It's 18.4%, and it was the 10th highest ranked mod. Okay, Tommy's okay. up 7 to 5. 7 to 5, 7 to 5, 7 What'd to 5. What did you say it was, though? 18%? 18.4%. Yep. All right, Ryan, over to you. To uh, this, is, on this. this is what I feel is probably a, a one that should have been mentioned a lot sooner. I'm going to say Landorus. There you go. Landorus is on the board. Okay, we'll take that point now. Oh, now, can I get the percentage usage? I'm going to go ahead and say 32. <laughs> if you get it right with 32, I'll be so mad. Okay. You... <laughs> I... It's not correct. It's not within two points. Okay, that's fair. Hey, it's not within two. It's not within two. It's probably like 29.8 or something stupid. <laughs> Anyways, Tommy, go for it. I got, I got. It's not 30. It's not. So I got to go 26. It was 34.5. The other oh, one? oh, no! <laughs> Two and a half? Come on! I wanted to give you that point. I don't, but... I don't know. I... Uh, I, I think that's... If that's the deciding point, I feel... I'll feel bad about that, but I feel like that's... It's fine, it's fine. I'm only, I'm only down one. Two. I'm only down one. What, uh... What rec What number was that? Six or seven? Six. It was six. It was the six? The top six have been okay. off the board. So now we've got we seven, have... nine, and eleven left. Only three more. Cool, and Tommy's up one point. Yes, Tommy, over to you for the Mon. Oh, I'm only up one. Oh, God. So it's both Urshifu's gone. Yep. Rillaboom! Give me Rillaboom. Rillaboom is on the board. Good one. Extend the lead. What is the percentage? Give me 32%. No, not like this. Not nine to six. I'm getting thrown. I'm getting destroyed. You can still come back. You can still come back. I'm losing out on all you? these percentages. Okay. 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 Uh, <laughs> that was what? Number seven for, uh, for real boom. It's 32 four times in a row. I was like, it's gotta hit one of these times. <laughs> One of them's gotta be the six or the seven. All right, all right. Man. I'm gonna go Heatran. Heatran is on the board. That's what oh, I that's thought. A good one. Okay. Um. Hmm. Percentage for the point to catch up at least a little bit. Uh, I'm trying to figure out if it's gonna be nine or eleven right now. Cause if it's nine, I really want to say like twenty-eight. But if it's eleven, I really want to say like all the way down to like seventeen. But like, so I feel like Heatran cut. was everywhere at this tournament. So I'm actually gonna go ahead and say like twenty-seven. That's my lucky number. Seven is incorrect. Of course it is. Why wouldn't it be? Tommy, over to you. Extend the lead. It's got to be number nine. It's got to be number nine. So that means it's between 29 and 18.4. So 
27 is not on the list. I think that I uh, I'm gonna split the difference. Go 24. Tommy, 24.3 percent. I think that's a guaranteed dub for Tommy, that right? Should be a guaranteed dub at 10 to 7. Or, well, there's four points left on the board, so technically. Isn't only the number 11th Mon? Oh, no, sorry. Yeah, my bad. Yeah, yeah, that, that seals it. Yeah, yeah, that seals it. That is a... But let's, get, let's play it out. Let's see. I, I want to see if Tommy can get this 11. I want to see if we can get this 11. I don't know the 11th Mon. I don't know the 11th Mon. Because right now, so right now, if Tommy doesn't get it, and then I come back and I get it, and the percentage, I'm going to be very angry at Kong for not giving me that other point. <laughs> and, uh, because not only did you get... You got... You were af off by half a point for Lando... But you said 27 for Heatran, which was at 24.3. So you got, you barely missed out on both those points. I'm getting cheated. I don't like this game. Alright, Tommy. Can you guess the 11th? GU. GU is not correct. Whoa, that's where I was going. So, uh, hold up a second. I gotta read, I gotta redo some thinking. Um... Uh, yeah, I'm gonna try and speed this up too as well. Um, I'm having fun. I, yeah. I what so have we said? Crescent like, Chiu didn't make it. So then, what is it? It's not Bramble Gas. It's definitely not. Um, we said power. We said. I think I know. Is it Gastrodon? No. No. Right. No shot. Right. Alright, wait, I am I up now? Spice Was that your up. up because you both got this wrong. Wait, so can far. I guess one more? Is it the giraffe? Hold on, hold on. To spice things up, because you both took a turn and both got guessed wrong, making this worth two points for the guess and two points for the usage. So <laughs> I'm still going to to win this. Alright, Tommy, go for the guess. D giraffe. It is not for a giraffe. <laughs> But I altered the rules okay. just for you. So okay, you okay, gotta... okay, okay. What if we go uh, something like Dragonite? Not Dragonite. Okay. I'll be back to you. It's obvious. Yeah, it's I know. Obvious. The people at home are probably like, ah, it's, it's right there. So we got the... It's not the tail. It's not the Trick Room Setter. We have the Tailwind Setter. Um, it, I feel like it has to be a speed control mod. Am I wrong? Maybe I am. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna give a hint because Tommy started off. It's fair to give it now. Yep. The mod we talked about today. Arcanine Hisui. This is Hisui and Arcanine. And that'll seal the game. And oh what's wow! I got twelve points. Okay. In a game where it started, there you can only get ten or whatever. <laughs> 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 All right, I'm gonna guess the usage for the number eleventh used mod between sixteen and oh eight seventeen percent. Eighteen percent on the dot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That that was a given. As soon as you got it, it's eighteen. You just say eighteen. Like, yeah, I realize that now. It's between 16 and 18 percent. I'm gonna split the difference yeah. and go 17. We got that, that's how you do it. That's how you yep, do it. This, yep. I got, I got, uh, I got, I got screwed by the system, guys. It's okay. It, it happens. Was it 14 to six? I literally, literally got hacked out. It was 14 to seven. Tommy was the uh, final okay, was, total. Oh, 
Man. I doubled you up. But no, what do you mean you got hacked by the system? Conk changed the rule to bring you back <laughs> in it. And I still won. All right, I, Tommy. I, all right, I, all right, I, all right. Wait, how'd you finish right. that Pittsburgh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oof, oof, low blow. Uh, but no, I love like this is a really fun out. game. Can we do this after the next? I, I like this. I think this should be like an after regional kind of game. Like we should always bring this up yeah, after like regional. I like this a lot. I can't because well, actually, it's gonna be harder at the ones that where I'm at because I'll see the usage percentage if I'm not there. But the ones I'm at, I never see the usage percentage because I'm yeah, always not watching. We're playing. The it's still hard to remember yeah. the usage percentage. Still hard to remember it. Like I feel like we uh, can get through the top twelve like Pokemon pretty easily. It's the usages that really change things up. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's pretty well, good at UCs. That right. was super fun. Let us know how you did in guessing the top 12 and the usages. I'm really curious, especially if you guys got Hisune Arcanine. That was a tough one. Tommy, um, your notes are a lot better than mine, buddy. <laughs> Tommy was serious. Tommy wasn't uh, yeah. wasn't playing around. I wanted to win something. Hey. <laughs> oh, we're, we're coming up on, on time here, but I want to quickly get your thoughts on Regulation E. And the DLC that's dropping today, actually, um, as we're recording, and just kind of future thoughts for for the tournaments coming up in the new format. Tommy, you won. Go ahead and take this one. I gotta ask you guys a question too. So I'm giving away the DLC in my Tuesday tour tonight and in my Tuesday tour next week. I'm giving it away one copy away to each finalist. I had way more registrations than I thought. Um, I'm at 176 registrations right now. Oh. Okay. It's on showdown. It's best of three Swiss. Should I make it seven rounds instead of six? I said all X1s cut. So now all it's going to be chaos. It, there's going to be like 30, 40 X1s, right? I am not sure. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, this is why I'm, I'm not, not a tournament not. organizer, Tommy. Yes. But no, that's, the DLC got me thinking about that because I'm giving away a copy of the DLC and I'm like, Oh my god, I might have bit off more than I could chew. I don't think the DLC is going to change. I think it's going to change weather. Okay. I think weather becomes more viable. Weather becomes more... How do you like, think that? Yeah. The, the uh, the, there's just more setters. Say, say the funny there's frog name, Tommy. Say, say Politoed. Yeah, yeah, say Politoed. Say it. Yeah, Politoed. Say it. Uh, Politoed. Let's go! Yeah, that's the one. And then Nine Tails is... The the eighteen tails, they're gonna make the it up. Back. Yeah, right. Or am I wrong? I think we're we're confirmed for Hisuian. Uh, sorry, for regular nine tails. We're confir confirmed for regular nine tails. I don't think Alolan has been confirmed as of okay. right okay. now. But I feel like because the first one's coming back, everybody's just kind of jumping on the assumption yeah. that they're both back. Share Dex number, so I would assume so. Yeah, generally speaking, but, um... I feel like it would be the case, but. Gotcha, gotcha. Those 18 tails are going to change stuff. They're like, the tail... Now, I think bundle becomes a little bit more viable, too, right? Because Blizzard Span is going to be that. If you get nine tails... If we do get... Uh, what is it? What nine tails is that? Is that? Like, Alolan nine tails? Yeah, if we do get Alolan nine tails, it's... Bundle becomes relevant again because they just have the better setter. And now you got Alolan nine tails with the defense buff, being able to tear out of that four-time steel weakness into something that can actually resist it all of a sudden... Your fast weather, you're going to get the veil up a lot more often than not. Icy wind, encore, tons of support. Uh, I think it's going to be an incredible mon. Moonblast, stab moonblast. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I we... think... Go ahead, Conk. Uh, you haven't talked in a while. Go for it. Uh, I was going to say, I think Reg E is going to really be Reg D+. Plus. Like, it's going to yeah. be... I think they introduced a lot of the high-powered mods early. And so, like, stuff like Urshifu, Cresselia, Fluttermane, they're not going away. 
Um, I think there'll be maybe a couple mods that met, change up the meta a little bit, but I think it's going to be a lot of similar stuff. So if you build some... Viable? Is Weezing uh, I don't think so. I think it's going to be very niche and not very good. It doesn't even turn off the... It doesn't even turn off Commander. Doesn't turn off Commander. Doesn't turn off Protosynthesis. It doesn't. It, it doesn't turn off a lot of abilities. It doesn't abilities turn that off are... what you'd want it to turn off to use it. Um, yeah, it's pretty much just unseen. So that like is more relevant, but um, yeah, are I think it's gonna be a lot of same. What? Pardon? Are there any more terrain setters? Not nothing confirmed. The Tapus are coming back yet. So it would be Galar Weezing Misty Terrain would be the yeah. only new one. Then. If you're gonna use it, yeah, then yeah, that's the that's the one that comes back, but. Yeah. I'm going to throw a couple uh, shout-outs here. Actually, I actually just did a video on this, surprisingly enough. So interesting topic that we brought it up. But I guess DLC, it's going to be brought up. Uh, I got to shout-out my boy, Politoed. I absolutely love this Pokemon. And I don't know why. It's just kind of there, okay? He's just a happy little frog. And I don't know why. But anyways, guys, it's just really good support, okay? My nickname in most of the discords I'm in right now is Politoed Waiting Room. I have been waiting for this <laughs> thing since day one. I think it would have been amazing in like regulation A, and I think it yeah, might get a little overpowered right now, but I do think it's a very solid supportive rain setter that goes on a lot more teams than I think a Pelipper. Because it's got a lot more bulk than the Pelipper. Pelipper's good. I, I Don't get me wrong, Pelipper is good, but I've always preferred a Politoed to a Pelipper. I don't know why, it's just been that case. Uh, Pel Politoed, gonna be good though. I think we're gonna see it, at least teams try to utilize it. And then my underrated pick, for something that might actually sneak into the meta is gonna be Mandibuzz. Interesting. For those of you that play 2017, you guys know Mandibuzz was a threat. Okay? Mandibuzz was very much so a threat. It's nice. It's what I like about it is it's that passive tailwind that also has that support role, right? Very similar to that Corviknight that I used back in Vancouver. It's my play style. You're gonna be able to get tailwinds up to match them. You're bulky, you get snarl, you get taunt, you get knockoff, foul play. Tons of support options from that thing. My only concern with it... What do you think it, from uh, from Flutter? That's my only concern with it, is the Flutter yeah. main. And I said this about Cresselia in the past. This problem is your support piece. And if you want to tear it out... If you aren't using your support piece to tear it out of a Flutter option, then are you, it, you better be sure that the rest of your team can win that game without the Terra. Because... Tearing yeah. a Mandibuzz doesn't really threaten much other than it being on the field for an extra turn. So I better be sure that that's what I need in that spot. So if Mandibuzz can beat the Fluttermane allegations, then uh, I do think Flutter, uh, Mandibuzz is going to be seeing usage and a lot of it. But other than like that, if, it can't, if it can't manage to beat the uh, those uh, Fluttermane and the Iron Hands Wild Charge allegations, it's not, uh, it's not making its way. But yeah. I do think there's a slight chance for it. Yeah, no, I like the poison on it now that I'm thinking out loud. Mm-hmm. Uh, last last two things I kind of want to bring up is Clops coming back. Love that. Love that Pokemon. I think it's gonna be awesome. I think Cresselia is still gonna be the premier Trick Room setter, but love me some Dusclops and Kalgis oh. coming back. Just Boo. saying, I <laughs> make my best to try to make it work. I had several people already message me saying you must love that Kalgis coming back. I think it's a little bit worse without with Terra, but I'm gonna try to do my best. Are, are you beating the really? Flutterman allegations, though, Conk? Have you found in a way to room? beat the Fluttermane allegation? Trick Room, you just go for, you know, Life Orb, Iron Fist, like Ice Punch or something, and I'm sure it's it's still doing uh, a bunch of damage, but yeah, we'll see, we'll see. And then I think the biggest thing is a lot of the tutor moves are coming back. Mm -hmm. um, expanding Force is going to get more 
um, distribution, uh, rising voltage, stuff like that. So that's that's going to be interesting to see. But everybody, raise your it won't be legal for Barcelona or Curitiba too, which is interesting to see. Yeah. Oh, um, and grassy glide yeah. building, obviously. And just quickly, um, Conk, when I said well. earlier that Ark and I was going to see a lot more usage, it's because of grassy glide coming back. Before the problem was you didn't have anything, a lot of things faster than Urshifu to really pressure it off, but now with the grassy glide mm -hmm. being able to pressure down those Urshifus before it even touches your Arcanine, I could definitely see that being a nice support beside your Hisuian Arcanine. Just to start picking off those Ursh, make that Arcanine a little bit more comfortable in the meta, and I could definitely see it coming back because of that. Now, granted, it also boosts the Landorus stuff like that as well, so really, maybe it's irrelevant, but uh, I do think it could definitely see some extra usage because of it. I know we're wrapping up soon. I want to shout out the PC and MSS winners from Friday and Sa Sunday. I don't know who won the Saturday one. Do you know who won the Saturday one? No. No. Not sure. No. How did you... You were top four or top eight? It was top eight, yeah. Eight, yeah. So shout out Justin Tang and Nick Donnelly. Nick Donnelly went 10-0 and 0 with Indeedee, yeah. Armour Rush, Torkoal Hat, Luna, and uh, Urshifu Dark. And like... So like... 10-0 and 0 at a post-regional MSS. There's yeah. good players in a post-regional MSS. Okay. Yeah. It's not he like came. you went he to the middle of nowhere fight. and won an MSS and just happened to go 10-0. and 10-0 at a post-regional, there is a lot of good players that just didn't, day one didn't go their way. And they're playing in that game tournament on Sunday. So going 10-0 is incredible. Impressive as hell. That's why I was like, yo, we got to shout him out. We got to shout him out. Yeah. And the no. team is so near and dear to me. Personally, I love that team. Yeah. Tommy, Trick Room no, Tommy Trick Room Hayden, everybody. Yeah. Congrats. All right. Well, we're we're up on time here, but just want to wrap it up. Congrats to everyone who did well this weekend, and we will catch you again in a couple of weeks. Thanks, everyone. Hey guys. Bye. Bye. Love you.